American Sanders, wood floor expert since 1903 and worldwide leader in the design and production of Sanders, Edgers, and dust containment for the pro contractor. Our timber guard floor coatings for commercial, residential, and sport floors all feature AMP antimicrobial protection on the floor surface. Listen up, contractors. We'll come to you for an on-site demo of any machine or product. Just reach out online at americansanders.com or call us at 800-367-3550. Hey, this is Brett Miller here with the NWFA, and I am joined today by Wayne Lee of Middle Tennessee Lumber. Wayne, I have known since I've been a part of NWFA through the schools that I've been a part of back when I was a volunteer, actually all the way back to when I was a student to when I was a volunteer, and um, now since I've been on board here with NWFA, Wayne has been a part of just about every one of the schools that we've put together here and is very well known in the industry for his role within the schools and, and his expertise when it comes to sanding wood floors. Wayne, thanks for being here. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about your background and your history and what got you into this, this trade? It's actually pretty simple how I got into this. As most of you know, I've been with the NWFA a long time. I started working with Randy Pruitt, who was the first technical director for the NWFA. Went from Randy Pruitt to Tim McCool, Tim McCool to Daniel Boone, Daniel Boone to Steve Seaball, Steve Seaball to Frank Kruva, to present day Brett Miller. So I have been around the horn a few times. Uh, what got me interested in it, I was a service technician for American Sanders. I started in uh, 1981. The NWFA was hosting a class in Elmhurst, Illinois. Tim McCool was the guy doing the class. And I asked my boss, Dick Hammond, to ask Tim McCool if I could just come sit in the background and see what the machines I fix actually do. And, of course, Tim said, come on, it would be fantastic. So I, uh, I came in the room uh, one day late because I had to work on a Friday, and the class was a, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday deal. Well, I came in uh, late, and two of the machines had broken, and he, Tim was saying, ask I'm never going to get this class done because I don't. two of my machines are broken. And I said, well, Mr. McCool, I could fix them. And he said, fix them if you can. Well, 10 minutes later, they're up and running. And his response was, you're coming to every school. So uh, that's what got me started. Dick Hammond uh, saw the value in having someone there from American Sanders. I had a role to play of fixing broken machines, and Tim McCool appreciated it. That's great. And, and you haven't blinked an eye. I think you've been involved with just about every school since. Uh, there was about a three-year period that I didn't miss a school. One of the things that we teach at the schools, and, and we've always offered, you know, before before I was here, we've we've offered machine maintenance classes, and we we try to offer them from time to time. I think it's probably one of the most valuable classes anybody could go through. But I can only imagine that having such a clear understanding of the tool before actually putting it to use and seeing it out in the field gives you an advantage when you do get out in the field because you understand the mechanics of what the tool's going through and the stresses on the tool itself when you put some sort of undue pressure on that piece of equipment or anything like that, but also what the mechanic needs to do to make that tool work properly and put the brand name on it wherever you want. All sanding equipment kind of does the same thing. It, it, one of your famous quotes, it, it turns paper, it, it, it it's the piece of equipment that allows that paper to scratch the floor. 
and that's what we do in the sanding process. Obviously, sanding is an art. Sanding is something that not everybody can pick up. You can go rent a sander. Homeowner can go rent a sander from big box store and mess up a floor as fast as, as they can blink an eye. And I think you and I have both probably repaired a handful of those types of floors out there. What do you enjoy about the schools? What do you enjoy about getting in front of people and showing them that proper art, that technique that leads to the art of what the equipment can do to the floor? Well, I think for me that what, what made me feel the most valuable is uh, Tim McCool was phasing out as technical director. Daniel Boone was coming in. Uh, I flew to Anaheim, California for Tim's last school to work with Daniel Boone at his first school. And I went through the process of setting all the sanding equipment up, and I set an edger up. I was feeling pretty good, you know, to be honest. I'm thinking, I, I'm going to impress the new guy, right? Daniel took the edger to do a demonstration. He ran it maybe 45 seconds to a minute at tops. He, he shut it off, and in his, with his southern accent, you know, said, who set this edger up? Well, of course, I went from really confident to uh, standing in the background trying to hide behind all the people. And uh, he said, uh, this is the best edger I've ever run. It's so smooth. Well, then, of course, I stepped forward and <laughs> re-entered, reintroduced myself as, yeah, hey, I did that, you know. And uh, I, I think what makes me feel most valuable is the fact that I get that the tools can do what they do, and I know how to make them do it. And that's what makes me feel valuable. I'm not a, a great finisher. I'm not a great sander guy. I just understand what the tool does. And that's how simple it is for me. But to be able to share that with these guys, uh, today's class we're doing here at the headquarters, it's the advanced sand and finish class. There's a gentleman back here named Mike who uh, the light bulb clicked. It just it made a world of difference for him. So that makes me feel good when I can have someone else see the same result I see in the quality of the work, the use of the tool, and the best use of the tool so we all get paid. That's what it comes down to. And that's 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 key. It, it's it's getting paid on the job. I think one of the biggest values you bring to these classes is that you understand all of the tools. You're not product bound. You're not stuck on a piece of equipment. Even though I know you you did work for a, a, an equipment manufacturer, but you understand the tools. You can use each one of the tools, and you teach on every one of these tools without bias. And that's what the students appreciate. That's what the other instructors appreciate. And I think it, it shows through when you're teaching that you're not going to persuade somebody to, you don't have any motivation to, to sell something or to, to push something. Your motivation is to teach that student and to see that light bulb turn on. And that's, that's huge. And that's why it is so nice to have you involved with these schools when, when you are there teaching that process and when you are in your element. What are you seeing in terms of from your customers and the people you interact with I mean, trends always change, and you can always listen to the design community and the, those that do the specifications in different parts of the country, what the different trends are. But what are you seeing in terms of what you're selling or what your people you're dealing with are, are laying down for finish today? Back in the day, it was you had three choices. You had natural, uh, medium brown, and dark brown. Those are your choices. Today, we've got it's unlimited. But I think the biggest trend that I see is the involvement more in the day-to-day -day with designers and decorators because of Pinterest, because of the internet, because of all these things they can do with these fancy colors. 
and it's it's a good scenario and a bad scenario. It pushes us as floor contractors to be able to do those things, but it's bad because we can't. We sometimes we just can't produce that picture. We don't have the ability to take a computer and wipe out some some blemishes or, or you know, make someone not have a mole on their forehead. You know, like if they're taking a picture of them. But you know, so we have to be prepared for those things. And uh, today was a great example of how we use different machines with different applications of the pads. I went through a hard plate, soft plate, how we back the paper, uh, multi-disanders. All of those things matter now to get to where we are today. So the, the younger contractors got it a little bit easier. Uh, back when Daniel started training me, uh, I got a broom, a scraper, an edger, a big machine, and a buffer, and a vacuum. But the vacuum wasn't for dust control. It was to clean the mess up that I made after I got done buffing. We did things that with hard plates and soft plates and pads that no one else is doing today. But to achieve those things, we've got to go backwards uh, and get to those hard plates and to those soft plates and to those things to make it happen. Because you just can't use an everyday multi-disc sander just to make these looks. Because they'll close the grain down so tight that you can't get the penetration. And all of these finishes we're using now are penetrating finishes. They're not surface finishes. So the bleaching, the, the fuming, the smoked, uh, the hard wax oils, they're just, they're taking us to the next level. And as flooring manufacturers and as flooring contractors, we're stepping up and we're getting it done and we're reaching these, these types of, uh, I guess, looks, if you will, that these decorators want. And I think that's phenomenal. And obviously the NWFA is doing a great job of bringing that to the floor, to the floor for the guy to see it. And not just here, but uh, the manufacturers are taking it to their levels as well and hosting their own training classes. But here at the NWFA, you're getting a look at everyone's brand, five, six brands. So you don't have to go to five different schools or five different manufacturers. You can come right here and see five of them in the next three to four days. So to me, that's the value of what we're doing here with the advanced finishing. One of the things that NWFA did uh, or that we did six years ago when we rewrote sand and finish guidelines, and, and I know you were a part of that committee that put that together, was we wanted to get away from the old mindset that every floor needs to be first cut with 60 grit, and then you go up to 80 grit or 100 grit. It was very sequential, and you have to big machine first, and you edge second, and when you're edging, you use the J-hook pattern, and when you're buffing, you, you run up the right side, and then you flip the buffer around and come up the left side, and the process, although it worked, wasn't the only process that was out there. I know when I was a mechanic in the field, my sanding process was totally different from what was stated in the current in the, in the sand and finish guidelines back back in the '90s. So you mentioned something that maybe it's the type of finish system, or maybe it's the 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 type of oil or the equipment that's being used. Not every floor is sanded the exact same, and I think every one of these schools, we run into somebody that says, you know, every floor I jump on, it's 40, 80, 80 screen and two coats of poly. And that's, you know, that's the old fashioned mentality. Or you fill in the blank with what the process is. Every floor is not the same. And although, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying about hard plates and soft plates and multi-head sanders and how they all scratch and prepare that floor differently, Every user, every one of these students and instructors that are out here at the school can prepare a floor day and night different from one another 
and still come up with acceptable results. And it, the, the acceptable results may, the, the, the recipe to get there may have been totally different. And it may have all been using a multi-head sander, or it may have all been using a, a hard plate, or it may have all been using, shoot, even a, a store rental for that case. Not, not saying you could produce using a store rental, but I think the point is every floor is different. And I love something, you know, when I first met Daniel Boone at one of the schools, a couple of the students, we all kind of chuckled, but he says, you know, when I, the first thing I do when I walk onto a floor is I get down and I put my hand on that floor and I let the floor talk to me about what it needs. And somebody who's not from the industry kind of laughs at that and says, yeah, it's, why would you get down on the floor? But that's so true. When you go do an estimate, you walk into the floor and you get down there and you feel it and you look at it and you see it and you, you have to determine what that floor really needs. You 40, 60, 80, every floor, you're likely going to eat quite a few floors that didn't need to be ate. Um, so I appreciate your point about every floor not needing to be prepared the same way, specifically with today's finishes and, and the trends and everything that we're being asked to produce. Um, what's your favorite class? What is the favorite school that you appreciate that you like teaching? Uh, that's a tough one because it's a toss-up between the advanced and the expert class and then the basic class because the basic class is they typically have no clue what the machines will do. They have no understanding of the power. Or they have no understanding of what they're going to try to get their hands on. So sometimes it's funny, especially when the first person grabs a buffer for the first time, or have, them, have the big machine pull them across the floor, and they wonder, how do you do this all day? But then you go to an advanced level or to the expert level, and you, you see someone that you saw five years ago, and now they're at this next level, and they're doing what they do really well. So from bringing them up from that basic school all the way through, I've had uh, the privilege of having guys say, man, I started back when you did this class in 19-something or other, and I'm, it makes me feel old, but you know, I go back to the early 80s, and uh, they say, man, you showed me this, you did that. The video on, on setting up an edger made all the difference in the world. Uh, so they're all fun, but I guess if you were to say which one I like the best, I'd probably say the basic class because I get to be the person that introduces them to a whole new opportunity. Uh, in today's class, I got to do my little lecture about different pads, different papers, different grits, different minerals, rotating a buffer, use this, use that, like to make what we want to accomplish. But... Uh, one of the guys, man, you've been doing this forever. I said, no. No, I was a wrench, man. I was a wrench. And then when I met Tim, Tim McCool, I walked into that training class that they were doing that, at that hotel in Elmhurst, Illinois, and I got a whiff of that sawdust, and I fell in love. It was like that perfume that makes a guy swoon after a woman. I just fell in love with it. So that's what got me started with it. And I, I told him point blank, I, have, I am the king of 8x8 eight eight panels because that's where I started. I took the NWFA education and the privilege of working with some of the best in the industry, and I grew that into running my own business, uh, my own contracting business for years. And now because of age and uh, you know old joints and bad bones, I'm back to working for a manufacturer and teaching again. But really honestly, if you take that eight by eight panel 
and you apply it and you just blow that up to a 20 by 20 or a 100 by 100 or, or a five-bedroom house, there's no better place to get that education. So trust me, I'm the king. Eight by eight panel with no walls. I could knock it out. If you could give advice to somebody in our industry just getting started, one of those students at the basic level school, if you could give them advice today, what would the one piece of advice be that you'd give them? Run your business fearless. Don't be afraid to push yourself. Don't be afraid to say, I can do that. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to fire someone that needs to be fired. Don't be afraid to go after the person you want to work for you. Run with no fear. That's awesome. Well, Wayne, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate what you bring to the industry, uh, being at our training classes, what you bring to the students. I actually had, just to share a quick story, we had a, uh, uh, one of the other instructors that's here who's well-known in the industry has won multiple floor of the years. I came back and talked to him a little bit earlier, and he looked at me and he said, just a minute, I'm listening to Wayne. I got I to gotta hear what he has to say because I'm hurting right now on a sanding technique, and he's hitting on that, that button. And I caught him later in the day, and he explained to me how much he learned from you just being here. And he's one of our instructors, and I would consider him to be one of our expert finish subject matter experts. So whether it's a student or other instructor, it doesn't matter being a part of these schools. I think we all always walk away learning something new, which is just great. So thank you again for what you bring to the classes. Thank you for what you bring to the, the students, the other instructors, and, and most importantly, to our industry. I, I appreciate the opportunity. You have no idea. Um, it it's uh, like I said, it was that first puff of dust and I fell in love and uh, I hope I can continue to do this and, and uh, the NWFA is family. So I hope uh, I hope I continue on for a long time. Thank you. Thanks, Wayne.